0: This is the Raise Your Authority podcast, the place for high-achieving women to step up and stand out in their industry as the authority. I'm your host, Chrissy Ferreira, the authority coach, mom, wife, business owner, recovering people pleaser, and your marketing hype girl. Let's dive in. I am the worst with remembering people's names. (laughs) Like, you can tell me your name and like two seconds later, it's, it's gone. And so for someone like me, and I've always been like this since middle school, like the worst with names, people would say, oh, you know, so-and-so. And I'm like, um, I'm drawing a blank. For someone like me, there's got to be something about someone that reminds me of them. So, so so-and-so with the, you know, the blonde hair with the curls that wears that specific necklace who always wears that jacket. Like, like there's got to be something about them that, you know, helps me remember them. And I may not remember your name, but I'm going to remember something about you. And this is the same situation. It happens in business all of the time is I've met people. And if there's not something that is memorable about you, I'm going to forget. And is, that sounds mean, right? Doesn't that sound kind of mean? But it's just the reality. And it's the same thing, I'm sure, with you and your audience, your clients, everybody that you meet online. So we are meeting and coming across so many new faces every single day that it's hard to remember everybody. You may come across a brand that sounds interesting, but if there wasn't something that stuck with you, you're going to forget the name. You're going to forget the company. Like, you're going to forget where you found them. You're just going to be like, I remember there was like this person that sells this, but I I couldn't even tell you what their name is or what they look like. Because again, we're consuming so much content every single day. It is, it's really difficult to remember every single person that we come across online. Even if you meet somebody in a networking community or you meet them in person, like the same thing happens. And so with that being said, That is why it is so important to capitalize on staying front of mind for your audience. And so we're going to dive into this, and this is going to be a three-part series where we like really dissect this. We're going to talk about the power of staying front of mind and how exactly to do that in a pool of thousands and thousands and thousands of people on social media. And the same tactics are going to go for in person as well, not just social media. So keep that in mind, but we're going to dive into this piece by piece. So like I said, the power of staying front of mind is crucial in business. One meaning we want people to remember us for multiple reasons. One is we want to be referred. We want people to refer us. Oh, you know, I met so-and-so. They said they do this And you mentioned that you have this problem. Let me send them to you. It's just like if you have a fence guy, a guy who put up your fences at your house. But if someone says, "Oh, I need to build a new fence, get a new house uh, fence for my house," you're probably going to refer the person that you used, right? Same thing for a doctor. Oh, I need a dermatologist. Oh, I love this guy. Go see them. Same thing goes for business. Is referrals are big, and a lot of times it's a lot easier to get referrals from people who've actually worked with you. But how do we get referrals from people who? Have never worked with us or people that we just came across. That's one thing. Referrals are really big. Another thing is is that we want people to remember us when they're ready to invest in our services. Now, a big thing that I do want you to keep in mind is that yes, we want to create content and we want to show up online and talk to people who are ready to solve their problem now. But that isn't always the case. Some people need some time before they're ready to work with you. It's just natural. It just happens. Or Maybe they weren't your ideal client six months ago, but now they are because everyone's changing and evolving all of the time. There have been people who I've invested in who I wasn't ready to work with them six months before, but they stayed front of mind for me. And when it was time, they're the person that I went to. Let's say you plan on building a website and you're not ready yet. You don't have the copy. You're not ready yet, but you do plan on getting a new website built how are you going to remember that person that you came across in the networking room for five minutes? What is it about them that's going to help stay front of mind? When it's time, you may remember that you met that person, but now you don't know their name. You don't know their website. You don't know how to even find them. And so that's another thing is when people are ready to buy from you, you want there to be something about you that helps them remember you. And then last but not least is you want to keep showing up in people's faces. (laughs) Like we all know that whole marketing rule of seven, if you don't know, now you know, is people need to see things, what, seven times before they're convinced. Some people need to see it more than that. Some people need to see it three times that amount, four times that amount. People need to see you a lot to make a decision. You know, that whole no like trust factor. Yes, but people need to see you for a while before they view you as the authority, before you establish authority with them. Like they need to see you. They need they need to stay front of mind. Like you want people to go sought you out online. You want people to be looking for your content. I was sick with the flu over the Christmas break. And quite a few people reached out to me because I show up on social media every single day. Sometimes Saturdays are usually the exception, but I show up on social media multiple times a day and I disappeared for about four days because I was sick and content got thrown off a little bit that week and I wasn't posting. And so people reached out to me and they're like, Hey, just checking in and see if you're okay. People look for my content. And so with those things kept in mind, I want you to ask yourself, what is it about you? What is it about your business? What, what is it about what it is that you do specifically for your clients that will help your audience keep you front of mind? Like really think about it. What is it about your brand? What is it about you, your process? What is it that's going to keep you staying front of mind? And we're going to dive into this piece by piece over the next couple of days. But first I want to talk about one of my favorite things to talk about, and that is your it factor. This term kind of came my way back in like 2020. And ever since then, it's been a really important part to the way I show up online, the way I help my clients stay and show up online. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you want to stay front of mind for your audience, you're not sure how, go to my website, chrissyferrero.com, book a call with me and let's have a conversation about this. Now, if you want to stay front of mind, you've got to develop your it factor. Now, what is an it factor? An it factor is literally Your unique process, it's a building of your brand and your values. And I'm gonna break this down with you. Your it factor is what helps people remember you. There's something unique about your business, about you, that literally helps people remember you in an instant. When they think of your expertise, of the area that you are the authority in, they literally think of you, your name, your face, your business, your brand, something about you, your slogan, whatever pops up in their head instantly, instantly. They don't have to go through the Rolodex in their brain, trying to figure out who you are, search for you on on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. They're not looking you up. They know who you are. They remember you. They may not even remember your name, but they remember you. (laughs) So we want to develop your it factor. So let's talk about this, this it factor piece. So first off, your it factor is your unique process, how you get your client's results. A lot of people use the terminology, methodology, your signature process, whatever you call it. It's the way that you get clients results in a way that no one else does. And we all have our unique way of helping our clients, but I don't think people talk about it enough. I don't think you're talking about it enough online. You need to be talking about this all of the time and help people understand this is really important. Please listen to this people need to understand why you, what is so unique about what it is that you do that they want to work with you and only you. I don't believe that there is any real competition with me online. Like I really don't. Like there are a ton of other content marketing consultants out there that can help you with, you know, content strategy, the way you show up online with your messaging, but no one does it in the way that I do it because my unique launcher authority methodology is so specific with the way I get my clients' results and the way they start amplifying the authority online. It is so unique. And that's all fine and dandy, right? Like, great, Chrissy, that's good for you. Great. I'm so happy that you have a unique way to help your your clients. But why does that matter? I I need to tell you why. I need to talk about it. So that's all fine and dandy for me to have a unique process. And it's nice that my clients know that, but my audience needs to know that too. You guys need to understand How do I get my clients' results? And how is that unique? Why shouldn't you just go off and hire somebody else? Talk about that in your content. You need to talk about how you're getting your clients' results. Talk about your unique process, why it's different. Brag on yourself a little bit. I'm not saying, oh, you shouldn't hire somebody else because they don't use my unique process. Like, that's not what I mean. Like, break it down and talk about it more than once. I think that we forget that just because you say something one time, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more tomorrow, but Just because you say something once doesn't mean people remember, believe you, listen, whatever. Like you got to talk about it again. So you need to really figure out what is your actual unique process? What makes you different? I was just talking to someone on a call before I started recording this and she's a massage therapist. And I asked her, I was like, well, what is different about what it is that you do versus somebody that I go to see at Massage Envy? And she travels to you. You don't have to go see her. She comes to you. That was one of the things that is different about what she does. She comes to your house so that way you can relax. And I loved that because my husband is really big on getting massages. Ever since we got married, that was like one of my wedding gifts to him was his first time he got a massage. And then I didn't realize, but he is hooked. (laughs) I didn't realize that was going to happen. This guy gets more massages than I do, but he's hooked. And he used to say to me, he still says to me this, but you know, sometimes I wish I could just sleep after, like, I'm so relaxed afterwards that like, it sucks that now I have to get up, get dressed and drive in the car. He's like, I'm just so relaxed. I want to take advantage of that and just lay there. And so I told her that I said, that is so unique about you is that you, it's like a celebrity status that when I think of celebrities and some of the things that they get, that is like next level to me. That is like my next level version of myself is to get a masseuse to come to my house in my own comfortable home. I don't have to get dressed. And when you leave, you leave and I can go take a nap. That's amazing. So that is one thing that makes her different. Another thing that made her different was she focuses a lot on health and wellness. So she tells, like gives her clients tools and resources and guidance and coaching on how to increase their health for people who have back pain and leg pain she tells them what to do what to eat what to avoid stretches to do to increase their their lifestyle so that way they're not just relying on the masseuse piece they can help they can get better on their own too and so that was a really big like selling point for her when she was telling me and i'm like this is your unique process this is how you are different from other masseuses out there also, that's a huge it factor for her. How do you remember her? Oh, that's the traveling masseuse. She comes to me. So the little things like that. I don't think we realize are so important because I didn't even know that she traveled until I asked her and we we're diving into it. And then she's like, Oh, I actually travel to people. I'm like, well, I never see you talking about that online. You need to talk about that because that is a huge selling point. That's a great way for people to remember you and to refer you. It's a huge selling point for me personally, if you wish she lived closer. And so that's your unique process. The next thing for your it factor is your brand you know, a lot of people think branding, they think colors, logo, right? But you know, you're next level. You you know the brand is more than that. If you're listening to this, chances are you have a personal brand. And so for your brand, this looks like this. Your signature verbiage, your look, and your events. So let me break this down for you. Your signature verbiage. What are things that you say all of the time? Like in your personal life, professionally to your clients, what are things that you constantly say? I think signature verbiage is something that people don't talk about enough because it is actually personally one of the best ways for me to remember people is by their signature verbiage. And let me share that with you. For example, raise your authority. This is something before I even had the podcast, I was talking about through my content, through events that I was hosting. I had an event called raise your authority for a while. This is my signature verbiage. And so one time I actually had someone steal my content and they used raise your authority hashtag. And people instantly knew that that person copied my content and they started tagging me in it, sharing it, telling that person to credit me. <laughs> it was a mess. But I had created a name for myself. People remembered, like, maybe not know exactly what I did, but they, they knew who I was. And so it was kind of funny. And that's where I realized, like, how important your verbiage really is. So having, like, a tagline, something that you say all the time, calling yourself something. So for example. I am Christy Ferreira, the authority coach. And so I started utilizing that because I wanted a way for people to remember me in in an iconic way. So they may not remember my name, but they remember the authority coach. And so that has stuck for a while. And so I'm not saying you have to call yourself something, but I remember there's this girl that I follow and her signature phrase, I met her in a networking call once. She sent me a DM and I forgot who she was. Like I totally forgot we had a full-on conversation before, and I just forgot because again, bad with names. And she said something to me. She goes, "Oh yeah, the gut." I was like, "Wait, aren't you the gut bestie?" And she's like, "Yeah, that's me." I'm like, "Oh yeah, now." And then everything came flooding back. I remembered exactly what she did. Who she is, whatever, just by having that little like name for herself. And so, signature verbiage can be your tagline, it can be your title, it can be words that you like to use a lot. Like, well, f- think about the things that you constantly say, like in your content, and start saying it more because this can be like really easy ways for people to start remembering you. Or when they see you on their your feed, it helps create the sense of like familiar familiarity. Can't say that word correctly for some reason. It does not roll off the tongue for me. But you want people to feel like they actually know you. Like when they're reading the, your content, like you feel like they feel that connection to you in your content. And if you start utilizing verbiage, like your signature verbiage that you're using all the time, people get comfortable with you and your content. So start using that verbiage over and over again. My biggest advice for you is to sit down and write down a bunch of things that you say all the time. And then when you're creating content, it's something I tell my clients to do. When you're creating content, go to your forum and ask yourself, did I use any of these things? And I'm not saying you have to use them in every single post, but just it's something to keep in mind be intentional when you create content. This is why I don't recommend creating all of your content on the go until you've really mastered it. Until you've mastered really adding in these things into your content, keep the form open in front of you and ask yourself, okay, when's the last time I said this? When's the last time I said this? The next thing with your brand is your signature look. Let's say your colors, like my colors are red and and bright pink, okay? So I tend to wear a lot of pink in my videos. My podcast mic is pink. Pretty much everything I do is like in the pink realm, right? And then I'll add like, I wear red lipstick a lot. And so, and then... Another thing like to keep in mind is little accessories. So I wear usually wear, and you guys can't see me, but I'm usually here you know, like showing you guys my, my my earrings. But I tend to wear like big funky earrings. I actually have a client who sells earrings, and that actually kind of got me into it is I, I bought her earrings. I buy them all the time, but they're big funky earrings. And so that's kind of become my signature thing is people look to see what earrings I'm wearing. And so I know someone who always wears hats, like she wears these awesome fedoras in all of her videos. And so that's just been like an easy Way to kind of stay front of mind. Oh, you know the girl that wears the earrings, the girl that wears the hats. Like, what is your signature look? You're for your brand. This is really important. One of my clients wears funky glasses all the time. Like, she always has a new, different color pair, pair of glasses. What? Another person that um, I worked with always had like her nails, like these amazing claws. Like, always had new designs. People looked for that, and so. It could be leather jacket for you. There's so many different options. The way you do your eyeshadow, certain colors that you wear for your clothing, maybe hoodies is your thing. Maybe graphic tees is your thing. I know there's this girl I follow and she's always got hilarious like quotes on her t-shirts and that's her signature look. So think about it, like what is your signature look and hone in on it and show up intentionally for it. Like be your brand, be on brand, be your walking, talking billboard brand. If you're a personal brand, I think this is a no brainer. And then another one for brand, the last piece is your events. So what I mean by that is is sometimes our offers can be on brand for us. And so maybe everything that you host has the same title. So like I use raise your authority in a lot of different things. Or this one girl, if you know her name, her name is Aileka. She does reclaim your curves for a lot of different things. And so that's kind of become like her signature like title. And so she uses that in a lot of different things that she that she does reclaim, reclaim, reclaim. And so that's become very signature to her. And so it's memorable. It's a great way for people to like, kind of keep an eye on like, Oh, what is she doing next? So like if you host events, masterclasses, in-person events, podcasts, if you have a networking communities that you host, start thinking about like the titles of them. Or if you want to start being known for certain type of events, like brunches. Oh, she's the girl that does the brunch every month. She's the girl that hosts the masterclass every six weeks. There's this one of my clients, he's a guy, actually one of the only male clients I've had in a while, but he hosts a masterclass every single week. And that's become like iconic and like memorable and signature for him is every single week he has a masterclass. And so people come to expect it. And so that's another thing is your brand becomes like an expectation. Certain brands that we follow, we have certain expectations for that brand. And so one of my coaches, she always, always has her hair done like fancy, like on her, on her calls. And so if she shows up on a call, like without her hair like that, it doesn't seem on brand. And so these are little things to start thinking about. What are some ways that I can really help my brand stand out to stay front of mind for my audience? And then the last piece for it factor that I want to talk about are your values. I don't think people appreciate this piece enough. Values for me is a no brainer when it comes to your it factor. This is a way to really hone us in on what you represent as a person, as a business owner. So for example, lead with kindness is a big value of mine. And this really helps me stay on brand. And stay memorable in the way that I approach confrontation online. It really helps me stay focused in the way that I speak to people. People know that I'm not with the drama. People know that if someone comments on my post, like that I'm not going to react in a certain type of way. And I think people respect me for that. And people know they can reach out to me without feeling like I'm going to judge them or feeling like I'm going to give them a hard time for jumping in my DMs. It is kind of the vibe the feeling that I give off through my brand, through my messaging, when I talk about my values, it has become an it factor of mine. People know that I am a kind person. I lead with kindness. It's a big value of mine. Start thinking about how do you want your audience to feel too when they approach you online, when they find you online or when they think about you, what's the word you want them to think of? Another one for me is like family first. So I share a lot about my family online. Another one is like diversity is a big piece for me. And so these are things that help people remember me too because I talk about these types of things. Think about what are your values and how can you talk about them online because going back to where I was saying that people need to feel that connection to you, like they know you and you want them to be comfortable with you because someone who is not comfortable isn't going to DM you. Someone who doesn't like feel a connection to you isn't going to work with you. We've got to really understand how important like feelings, the the psychology, the emotional pieces of making an investment to work with you, like what all goes into that. And your it factor not only helps you stay front of mind, but it helps build authority and it also helps build trust with your audience. So I want you to keep these three things in mind when developing your it factor. Really ask yourself, how can I stay memorable? How can I stay front of mind? What is my it factor? And if this is an area that you're like, I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know <laughs> like, what my, what my it factor is, my unique process. I really need like to help establish my brand. Go to my website, chrissyferrero.com, book a call with me, and let's have a conversation about how I can help you show up differently online for your audience. Now, going forward, this is part one of three Go ahead and listen to the second uh, part of this conversation.